Welcome to the FOH After Dark Podcast. Listeners, please be advised. This is adults only podcast. Yes, adults only. <laughs> and if you're uncomfortable with sexual conversation, please, please get the fuck out of here. Welcome to the FOH After Dark Podcast. Listeners, please be advised. This is adults only podcast. Yes, adults only. <laughs> and if you're uncomfortable with sexual conversation, please, please get the fuck out of here. Hello, everybody. And welcome back to our episode of FOH After Dark. You already know who I am. I am Avery. Um, you could also call me Miss. <laughs> take you, take take your girl to your mama house. <laughs> take your girl to your mama house. And you already know we're here talking about everything about sex late night. Okay, I like that introduction. <laughs> So they call me D, a.k.a. Vitamin D, you know, because I do the body well. So that's how we're going to introduce that. <laughs> Period. Period D. We need that vitamin D daily. That is important. That is important. We are also missing our co- our other co-host, Baby Blue Diamond. She's not with us right now. She may pop on later, but, you know, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it flowing. How's your week been, D? I haven't talked to you. I feel like, what's the last time I talked? Like Wednesday? You talked on Wednesday? Either Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. How you been? Did you use Did you use the toy? Use the toy? No, I didn't use the toy. Okay, so. did you use the toy on somebody? Like, stop. stop with me. Did I use the toy this week? No, nah, I didn't really get busy this week. It was, it was a kind of, it was a lot of work. Did you use this week? No. I didn't, oh. but you know, mine was for you know reasons of Mother Nature. But damn, um, we have nothing from the flow. But uh, <laughs> you come from Vegas having sex on a on a plane. I mean, on fingering a girl on a plane to not having any sex, not doing nothing. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Sometimes I had to go to work yesterday. I'm like, they are. You gotta do for like that. three to three to twelve. Mm-hmm. So I'm I was like, living, I'm supposed to be living through you. Give me another week. I got you. Okay. I mean, I still got stories, though. Niggas still got stories. So you know, always. Oh, wait. We messed up, man. We got to take our shot, kid. What's up? Where you? Where oh. Into the room. We're taking shots. Entering the room. If y'all are listening right now, make sure y'all get y'all a shot. This this applies to y'all too. You may not be doing with us on the same time frame, but y'all gonna do it with us now. Come on, this is to good sex. Toast it up. Stop being whack, niggas. Stop being whack, niggas. <laughs> mm. Yo, cry apple so fucking smooth. Cry apple is smooth. For those who last week's episode. We talked to Miss Strawberry Cream about OnlyFans. How did you feel about that? 
I had a lot of questions. I don't know if y'all can tell. A lot of questions. We definitely got to bring Shorty back on there. We got to bring her back. Her, she was a good, her energy just, it was good vibes. Like she was just yeah, all energy. very she down to earth. She felt free. Yeah. She was, you know, she was just living out her life, you feel me, doing yeah. what she wanted to do. Yeah. And I respect that, you know what I mean? Talk about she living by care through somebody. She's one of the people that I want to live through. You know what I mean? Like she going to do I wish it. I, could do, I, <laughs> I wish I could do all this shit she doing, but. Man. I just, you know, I just don't have like, I don't have the balls to do that. I know it's kind of weird because like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a freak. You feel me? Like you know, I, in the bed, I begin and end. But like, I'm like a positive freak. Like you will know, you know, you only gonna know if we fucking or you know through this podcast. But other than that, I don't know that I would be able to put myself out there like that. I mean, you kind of gotta already be that type of person to really I mean you know I guess you know if you a stripper or something like that you know random people can turn strippers but for the most part you kind of gotta already have it in you because you're about to expose some shit that you know on the daily motherfuckers ain't used to exposing and then you gotta be able to deal with whatever the consequences is while you expose it so nah I, I got a lot of shit going on so I can't really do all that um, but if I didn't I definitely would but it'd be hard to break that shit down to my family and folks and shit like that it's like my mom's a Jesus freak. She be in the church, heavy. So mm. Like I got to tell my mom, like, "Hey, mom, I'm out here slinging and banging on the internet. You cool, you cool with that? You cool with that? Just don't look on the website. Don't search my name. Don't do nothing. Don't tell no people at the church about my business because they might look it up too. Don't do none of that. <laughs> so, you know, it's all about that type of conversation. But I mean, you if if you if you cool with your pen or whatever, I mean, it, you it no. just depends. Man, my mom got mad one time because I did a, a, a what I do? I went to a poll class because for my homegirl's birthday. She like rented out a room and we just did like a poll. I wasn't even like on that bitch. I was just like on the side moving my body. That was it. And she was just like, <laughs> you wanna, if you want to put yourself out there like that, that seems like that's just something that you have to take up with God. Girl. Girl, go sit down. Go sit down somewhere. The church is very judgmental, unfortunately. Yes, and it's like, girl, you a Christian. And you out here judging people. For what? For what? Is that we what are. God wants you to do? Is that Christian-like? I think it's just human-like. It is really human-like. Know. It is human for people to be judgmental as fuck. Yeah, so it's like... I don't judge yeah. nobody. Don't, I ain't judging you. I, mean, I know deep down my family would accept me if I was on some porn star shit. Sometimes it'd be on some porn but star see, shit. But see, the thing about it is... No, they would accept me, but, but it'd be hard. Money. They'll take your money, though. They don't accept it, but they'll take your money. For sure. I'd be like, hey, mom, I just I got this from the porno. I just, I just filmed it. Yo, here you go. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they wouldn't give two fucks. So I mean, it's it's all about your comfort, comfortability and shit. It's, it's, it's like a, it's like a mindset you gotta be in. The, you mean? Speaking of being comfortable, yo, that reminds me of who we're gonna bring up for our next guest, Miss Bunny Baby. And I'm talking. You talk about comfortability. You gotta be so comfortable. I feel like and relaxed to do what she does. This chick 
dominatrix like wow whips and, and chains and I'm gonna let her introduce herself though. But let me see where she's at so she can get on here. You ready for Miss Bunny Baby? She talks about what? Uh, evolved sex. Evolved sex. Wait, it's evolved sex? That's what she call it? No, That's no, the category? no. It's the type of stuff that she's like evolved, like stuff like not regular sex, not just out here having sex in the on the bed, in the bathroom, in the shower. She's doing extra shit like bringing in like whips and chains and handcuffs and like damn near where it hurts, but it hurts so good. You know what I mean? Where you may leave with a couple bruises. But I don't know what it is. Pleasure. I'm going to let her explain it. I'm going to let her explain it. <laughs> I can't relate to that one, Shirley. But <laughs> see if can sure. real quick. Let me see if we can get her to come through. And she better have her shot ready, too. Kind of prepped her on. Dominatrix. Have I ever got to talk to a Dominatrix? Have I never known the tickets I did Dominatrix? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This bunny baby. She's she gonna neck to it and then turn the uh, video camera on. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I have so many questions. Oh. Let you dry the boat on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, are you sure? We got to see what one of her sex toys is like. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's gonna pick the sex toy of the week this week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see oh. if it was. But I'm sure hers will be some like some whip shit. Like, <laughs> hello? Hello? We can't see you, baby girl. Turn your camera on. Yo. Okay, there she goes. Hey. hey. Come on, oh, sexy thing, you. You got the fit on, what's that? What you got on? What you got on? I got on a, a black corset with a silk jogger pants. Ooh. Just relaxing in, my, in the crib old. Okay. I like that. I like that. Oh wow! Oh yeah, rubbing the feet. <laughs> Let's go, buddy. Let's go. Nothing on the. Where, 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 hold on. Hey, what's your me. name, Shorty? What's your name? Let me show my feet. Hold on, let me. Bunny, you were yes. real good for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody rubbing my feet for that. Yeah, I, I had the massage earlier, so I could feel it though. Well, you know what? Since, since Bunny has entered into our, our domain and our territory, Bunny, go ahead. And take give a shot for that. Shit. Take a shot for that. That that's shot worthy. Go ahead and pour yourself a shot. We need to. I, shot it it. I don't care. Wine works. Wine works, girl. Just drink on something. Drinking and getting your Hey, that's classic. Hey, I was a good ass. I won't wait. I wasn't ready for that, but I'm ready. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, without any further ado. Do I have a mask on? Do you have a mask on? Yes, my lion. Mm. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna have we got some a lion mask on. We got to get into that. 
Can you please um, introduce yourself so that the people can know who you are and what it is you do? All right. My name is Bunny, Madam Bunny, Mrs. Bunny, either or. Um, my submissives call me Queen. Um, I have been in the dominatrix BDSM community for about five to six years now. I started in Louisville, Kentucky in a playhouse. I worked in a dungeon. I started off as a dom, and then I migrated over to submission, but I only submit to my actual sexual partners, whoever I am in a relationship with, clearly, but more in my lifestyle, I am dominant. Um, I took that, I brought it here to Atlanta, so I do like kink demonstrations, live kink demonstrations, I go to different parties, I show people how to tie their partners up safely, I teach them how to play safely. I teach them different facts about BDSM so that they're entering a certain dynamic correctly um, and give them basic foundations so that they can have a happy BDSM lifestyle. Oh. And I'll go ahead and tell you about the bunny cage. The bunny cage is my house. Um, in the BDSM community, you have different houses, which is basically a branch of different doms that have their subs. And it's a community. It's a lifestyle. It's a 24-7 lifestyle. They use they do it from morning till night. My submissive, um, we've been, I've been vetting him for about two months now. Um, we go 24-7, morning till night. He sends me morning pictures. He checks in throughout the day. He comes probably once or twice throughout the week. He takes care of me financially. Um, and he's a very good boy. I appreciate him very much. So our dynamic is very balanced. And there is a product of reward and punishment. So if he's good, he gets good things. If he's bad, he gets bad things. Good. good. And depending on my mood, yeah. depending on my mood, it depends on what that is. Um, I'm hard to deal with sometimes, but it's okay. Um, but the bunny house, the bunny, the bunny cage is basically a house for beginners in BDSM. So anybody that wants to start new, that wants to learn about submission, learn about being a dominant, they can come, they can be a part of the house. It's not a house that you stay in forever. You come in, you learn what you need to learn, and then you go out into the world with what you've learned so that you can make smart decisions in your community and around you. Oh, right. There you go. I know it's a mouth tune, but yeah. I'm speechless. Well, at least for a second, I know. I'm speaking, but I have so many questions. Like, <laughs> bring them. I'm ready. Okay. 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 So you said good and bad things, right? So give me mm -hmm. an example of like he did. He did something and it was bad, and then what his punishment would be for it being bad. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tell you right now. It was one of the first things that he ever did, and it pissed me the fuck off. I had been working all day. I didn't get home till late. I did not eat. I was hungry. He wanted to come over and be in my face. I said, "If you're coming over, bring me some food." He said, "What do you want, Queen?" I said, "I want me a grilled chicken sandwich from anywhere. I don't care where it's from, but don't bring me anything from Waffle House." Why not Waffle House? Because Waffle House cooks everything on the same goddamn stove, and I don't eat pork. So that pork juice is getting on my shit. 
I don't want it. The nigga walks in with two, not one, but two grilled chicken sandwiches from Waffle House. And presented them to me like this, like it was okay. You can still keep rubbing my feet. And so I didn't, I was really upset to the point where I really couldn't do anything that night. I was in tears because I was so fucking hungry. At this point, it was three o'clock in the morning by the time that I ate um, because he had to leave to go find me some food because it was too late for food. So um, our very first session that we had, he got a very hard whooping with a leather belt. I treated him like he was my son and I went in and he got a really deep ass whooping and I dived a little deep into his pocket that week. So you not only hit him in his pocket pockets, but you beat him. So teach me. Okay. You said bunny cake? Bunny cake. Teach me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just got in his pocket, bro. What that <laughs> I don't want to turn my camera and the man be on my feet. The fuck? Really? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That was some play ass shit. That's, that's, like, that's like me just chilling with somebody massaging my back while I'm talking to y'all the whole time. Uh-uh, what you it's doing? More, it's like, because there's, there's different submissives out here. You got submissives that like to be degraded. You like submissives that do not like to be degraded. You like submissives that like to have a balance. And then you have people that consider themselves slaves. And that's whatever, basically, total, like, they're giving yourself completely, completely. To the point where I think in some states, you can still go take your slave and you can go get them a slave number. And it can be majority. I will not do that. None of my black men will ever be considered slaves. I only consider them submissive because that's just how I roll. And the reason why I call Marcus my lion is because he's a black man, yet he still protects me. He still takes care of me. He still cherishes me. He still loves me as a black woman. So it, it's really it's really a balance of the, of the both. You know what I'm saying? So even though he's on my chain and he's on four feet, four, uh, on four legs, walking below me, he's still he's still just as equal as me. At, at the end of the day, and our dynamic comes to where he gives me consent to that. It's an equal power exchange. I am just as I'm just as happy and just as privileged to have his submission just as, as well as he is to have my dominance. But if a white man come in here... Are oh, you whooping that ass? ass up. Oh, I'm going to piss ass too, but... That's for all the fucking slaves that went through well, all the shit. The white man gets a little bit different. And when I was smashing a white girl, I was thinking about that shit too, though. Fuck I'm you. like, bitch, you niggas fuck I'm like, yeah, that was always good. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like that. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm not sure. Why'd you scare yeah. him? That's funny, man. I ain't never really gave somebody respect for like off the first five seconds of meeting. Like, man, you got my respect. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that, y'all. it's really a whole community. Like, it's just a real community that likes to be involved and they want to be trained and they want to learn and they want to experience and they want to be taught and shit. Yeah. But if yeah. I really look at it, cause you know, I work in IT, so I'm like a nerdy nigga, low key. 
in every community, they really got like niggas that really be involved. They want to learn shit. They want to talk to niggas that are experienced. They want to be more experienced. They want to buy more different mm-hmm. and shit. So it's crazy, but I mean, it makes sense. And it, I it's, mean, it's I feel sense. like. I feel like the people that want to experience and want to learn about new things should actually dive into it, especially in the black community. I feel like there's a lot of shame when it comes to sexuality and different things that people want to do, such as like in um, masculinity, black men, they don't want to admit that they like certain things. They want to do certain things in the BDSM community. And I feel like it needs to be more of an okay thing for you to experience different things because there's more to just busting the nut. And it's, and it's more pleasurable in the end when you do bust the nut. As of right now, it is no nut November for my, uh, for my baby, Lion. So he will not be nutting all month until his birthday. And that's going to be massive. I tried to follow that month, but it didn't work out. Damn. The niggas really stuck on no nut November. And he just can't do yeah. that. But my baby decided that on his own. He came to me with that. Oh, that's discipline. Well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Trying to discipline. Like, so, so you say no nut, but does that mean like you're not doing like the acts? Like, can y'all still do like the physicalness of it? Y'all can't do nothing. Oh no, I'm gonna tease him to the point where he's about to, and he better not. What? Hey. So I met really like that, man. She was real deceiving, but that shit was crazy, right? She would suck your shit, right? Usually when I'm getting head or something like that, like, if they know you about to nut, my nigga, they'll just make you nut. Yeah. No, she mm-hmm. said, you about to nut? Nah, don't nut. So stop and wait and then keep dragging it on. Stop and wait and keep mm-hmm. dragging it on. So it's like, I've been that, I done got peas, like, my shit's hard as hell. As soon as I bust, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it makes it better in the end. It makes it more enjoyable. It makes it more of like, oh my god, I've been waiting for this moment type of feeling. It's a good experience. I do that all the time. Hell no, because sometimes I'll be one to nut. Stop playing with me. Teasing me. Let me nut. Stop. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> but you know, I mean, sometimes that's low key enjoyable because you got to be that kind of type of person to really enjoy that because. Some niggas can't deal with that mentally. Like, oh my God, I'm off the nut. You stop me? Oh my God. Right, right, right. That part, that part. Yeah. yeah. So, you gotta be one to do it. But that shit's crazy. Damn, that's really <laughs> damn. Nigga be blue balled out, huh? Basically. He'll be able to do it. He should be able to do it. Nah, Unless nigga. he's sneaking up when he's not around me. Niggas can adapt. Yeah. Yeah, um, in in this community, I just feel like um, more people need to explore, and when they do it, they just need to be safer um, and know, like, basically lingo, such as, uh, go get my notebook in the bedroom. Um, there's certain things that you should know when you're going into BDSM, like basically having a safe word. People laugh at that. People think it's funny. They scream, oh my God, pineapples. No, it's a real thing. You have to have a safe word. Um, yeah. Just Because you might kill it. Basically. Yeah, because you don't want to hurt anybody. Like, I more so practice bondage. Um, 
But hey, can I ask you a question though? Sort of. What is is it BDSM or BD or BSM? BDSM, that's bondage, submission, masochist. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, submission, bondage, dominant, submission, and masochism. Okay. How did you get started? Did you? How did, did I get started? Yeah, like, did you just get curious one day? Did you like? Um, did you just stumble upon it? And nigga wanted you to whip him. You were like, oh, okay. I All was right. a college student that needed money. Uh-huh. So um, when I lived in Kentucky in Louisville, um, I lived on campus and. I just needed extra money. I didn't really, I've never been the type of person that likes to work for anybody. I don't like authority, obviously. But um, I, the only thing that i ever really done is like outside of my own businesses and being in the, in the BDSM community, the only thing I've ever done is like be a server or something like that. And that's my joy. That's just because, you know, we be in there like, <laughs> my girl know what I'm talking about. But um, other than that, when I was serving part-time, I was looking for another job. I was looking on Craigslist. You know, Backpage was a good, a big thing back then. Um, I was a, I was kind of scared to go up to the whole sex, like, complete sex worker thing. So I was trying to figure out something that I can do that's not completely, you know, like, giving my body up to somebody. So I, was, I happened to be scrolling or whatever, and I seen a picture of a female, and she had a paddle in her hand on Facebook. So I clicked on her, her page, and so I was like, what's she do? What's she doing? I was like, it's not Halloween, you know, because I was completely vanilla at that time. Um, PS, like, additional. Vanilla means people that aren't in the BDSM community. So we have labels. <laughs> that's what they that's what they have out there, some labels. I'm vanilla. But, um, you're vanilla. I mean, a lot of people aren't really vanilla because if you like to choke and you like to spit and you like to gag and you like to do little things, and you're not completely vanilla. You just don't know. You just don't know. All right, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question. You call. A, you tell me if I'm vanilla or not. I definitely didn't choke the chick. A few, a lot of times. They like that. So I just do that to them. Uh, yeah. I didn't slap the chick, but she asked for it. I didn't really. In the face. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really say the verbiage because I don't want to say yeah, yeah, bitch. How's that? But I just I slapped her multiple okay. times. Question, <laughs> question to your question: When you slapped her, was she like <laughs> she had like her mouth on your penis, or she stuck in your dick? Like, was how did you slap her? Like, was, was she on top of you? Like, so when I was getting head, I didn't slap her because you know she she got her head on it, and you know you want to be rough and shit, so you might grab their neck and like slap them on the side while the dick while the dick's in the mouth. Clap on the side real quick, mm-hmm. whatever. But for the most part, I've done both. Like while we fucking, I slapped her. While we wasn't fucking, or while I was getting head, I slapped her. Yeah, I didn't just. Yeah. It's the something's inside her, like the dick's inside her, and either the mouth or the pussy. Where I'm a slapper, I don't know. You would be considered kinky. You would be considered kinky. So you you not completely vanilla. No, you're kinky. You're just not completely in the community because you have a committed to, to a community. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, yeah, you can't. You, you can go to some of the. You can go to the munchies. You can go to that, and not you're not going to be judged. That's what I like about this community. You could be a complete weirdo 
and nobody's going to judge you because everybody has their thing. And that's what I like about it. Everybody has their thing and nobody cares what it is. As long as you do, you're you happy with it, boo? It is what it is. But um, back to your question about how I got started. Um, after I ran into the person on Facebook, I reached out to her, um, asking what she does. And she let me know that she has her own business. And it was a dungeon in Kentucky that she had. And she had mistresses that worked in there. So you took certain clients that booked you. It was completely, like, completely legal. She had an LLC for it and everything. Um, I went in, filled out an application, told her my do's and don'ts. She gave me a three-day orientation and training of basic domination, um, which started with, like, sensation play, impact play, and bondage. Sensation play is, like, light touching, uh, like, slapping or, you know, fire, light fire, candle wax, um, pinwheels. Like corn wax on a nigga? Hot wax. Yeah, they have like a body wax. Yeah. They have different temperatures that you can play with. That hot wax not bad though. That hot wax is like is it that have you you know have you ever touched the hot wax like from the candle? And you touch it on your finger and it gives you that kind of like yeah, the, that kind of feel so good and sexy, yeah. That shit is good. Yeah, for sure. You on the kinky side, bunny. I don't know. You might have to, you know, tie me in, girl. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna be starting to have munches uh, once a month um, out in East Point. I'll be doing it in on Church Street, um, probably like every last Wednesday, Thursday of the week, where you come, and there'll be specific things that we're gonna be learning about. Um, I have a working going on right now. The very first month is going to be for bondage and shibari. So I have somebody professional, somebody that knows exactly what they're doing that's going to come in and teach everybody how to do basic ties, uh, what it's good for, how it can help you physically, because bondage is actually can give you a lot of self-discipline. It's like a, a, a set of meditation. If you allow it to be, it gets deeper than just sex. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm just going to tie you up and fuck you. I've been tied up and left, okay? And been like, stuck on that hoe. Like, you going to lay on this bed until I get back. And be gone for like a couple of hours and then come back. And I still won't get noticed. I'll just get untied and have to go to sleep. In my mind, I'm sound stressful at times. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm getting beat. Uh, I can't nut. Um... I gotta rub your feet while you want to interview. Like this seemed kind of stressful at times. Does it ever take a toll on the nigga at all? What you talking about? Like doing so much, wearing so many hats. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. Does it ever take a toll on the nigga? Like, are you gonna burn a nigga out? Like, nigga, you need to do this, do that, this, that, and pay me. Well, no, 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 no. When somebody, when I refer to somebody time me up and leaving me, that's going to be uh, because I told you I'm a switch. So I do both. Like, I'm a dominant in my everyday life, but if I'm in a relationship with somebody, um, more than likely they're going to be a masculine being on this earth. I don't, I don't really, I'm pansexual. So it's whoever I feel sexually compatible with at the time, that's who I'll let dominate me. And that's who I'll consider, you know, my daddy, because I'm actually into like DDLG which is daddy dom little girl type thing. I do not sexualize um, DDLG. It's a totally different thing for me. 
Um, it's a trauma-based field for me that actually gives me healing since I've had um, sexual trauma in my past. So that's what a lot of, I'm sorry? It triggers things? No, it don't really trigger. It actually provides healing because um, uh, people joke about it, but nobody ever really wants to talk about daddy issues. Yeah. Daddy issues are real. Like, you got to stop playing about, oh, yeah, I have daddy issues and laugh it off. Nobody's going to go talk to your therapist because it's a real thing. Or you need to find an outlet to to release that. And a lot of people go to, into BDSM to do so, is to release certain feelings that they can't necessarily fix on their own. So they have to go into a community that helps them heal through a way that they understand. Because not everybody is book smart, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody has the money to go to therapy. So they find a different outlet, and that's what I enjoy about it. Mm. Um, can I... I want to ask a quick question. Hey, girl, I'm so sorry. I'm late. Um, but I did want to ask a quick question. You were asked, you were talking about that daddy, uh, daddy Dom little girl. Did you, did you find out that you were into, into that kink through your dominatrix? Or was that something that like you had dabbled in before? Or like, how did that come about? So when I had first started um, working as a, as a Dom in the dungeon, the first dungeon I ever worked in, um, the person, actually, my boss um, at the time, the head of the house, she trained me to do everything. And during the training, me and her had some type of a connection. It was really nice. So we ended up speaking later on down the road because we're both poly. So she had, like, two other partners. And I was really – I was kind of vanilla in the situation. I really didn't understand what was going on um, completely because I was still educating myself. I was new into the lifestyle. But um, she was like, I want you to be my sub. I want you to learn how to be a, a submissive because you seem like you enjoyed. Because when we went through the training basis, it was a three-day basis. And um, some of the things she tried on me, because in, in this world, sometimes you like to try it on yourself before you try it on somebody else. Because you want to make sure that you're doing it safely. And you kind of get that feel. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know not to hit you right here because it hurt like fuck when I did it. So I'm not going to yeah. do it to you type thing, like trial and error. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm sorry, I'm talking really fast. But, You're um, good. <laughs> but uh, back to what you were saying, she had asked me to be her submissive, and I dabbled into that. And one of the first things in the week, she had asked me um, about things in my life that's gone on in my life and my past, and we kind of dabbed into my trauma. And she was like, well, um, maybe – she was like, there's different things in BDSM, different branches that you can dive into. And she was like, let's try this out for this week. Let's try this out. She was really Ooh. good at, like, splitting the best. So we actually did a trial and error for BDLG. And it was what, what best. Like, as soon as she called me baby girl and princess and, like, got me, like, a little pink dress, you know what I'm saying? And some cute little <laughs> heels. And I was, like, just sitting up there like a little trophy. Like, that was that was my vibe. I was like, okay. And it's kind of like funny because if you put a slash in between it, that's kind of how I am in my dominance. I'm a queen in my dominance. And when I'm with daddy, I'm a princess. I'm a, I'm a little girl. Like, you know, take care of me. In my dominance, I'm kind of like a bitch, but I still love you, but nigga, take care of me. Mm. <laughs> different vibes. You know what I'm saying? It's a power exchange just in a yeah. different way. I hope that answers your question. It does. No, it does. Because I... <laughs> I feel like I can resonate with that in a weird way, like not not necessarily to, to that extent, but like 
I'm very dominant in certain aspects of my life and I love that. But I also do appreciate being like the submissive one in other situations and things as well. So it's interesting like hearing that come from a different person as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I do want to do Really cool. Hey Jazz, you, wait, you, wait, wait. you all took a shot in here. That's what I was about to say. Jazz. Oh, that's right. Where is your shot? No, you're right. You are so right. I know. Yo, I was running errands. I was at the airport and back. Let me go. Look. Hey Jazz, you, you want to hear something crazy? You see me running? Yeah, why are you running? Hey. Took it to the shot. Hey, you want to hear something crazy, Jazz? I do. Honey, baby has been getting a massage from a nigga this whole time on her feet. Let me, can I see? He's actually um, getting me my crown so I can take a shot with you guys right now. He's going to give me some water and then I'll, I'll show you. He turned the camera on this nigga. It was like. That is so dope. Shit blew my mind. I can't even get like, I can't even get a nigga to rub my feet for free. Hey, Avery was like, can you see me? <laughs> Latia, can you do me a huge favor? Me. Can you grab me a ginger ale? That's crazy. I did have them. I was getting the massage earlier while I was playing the game. So I could relate. But, they ain't the same. They ain't the same. No way, shape, or form is that the same. Definitely not the same. Not at all. Thank you so much. Rub my feet, nigga. Rub my feet. <laughs> <laughs> You got me wanting to change my whole life now. Right. I'm so right. I get so inspired after shit like this. I'm like, I'm clearly missing out. Like, there are so many things that I'm just, what is up with that? The world, though. Fuck, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I think this show should be dedicated to, what did you say, BDSM? BDSM. I like that what that means mm -hmm. for our sex lives because yeah. we don't have a little bit of kinkiness to us, but I feel like why not explore more and educate ourselves on making our sex life 10 times better. That part. Mm -hmm. That's this too. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. Cheers. Hey, don't judge me. <laughs> yes. So, now that we've gotten the, uh, our shots out of the way for Jazz entering into the room, thank you, Jazz. Oh, thank y'all. I, I just wanted another reason to take a shot. And, and you entering was just... <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. I need to play catch up anyways. Yes. Um, I wanted to get into, like, the actual bondage. I know that you were saying that you teach, like, proper bondage. So, like, the misconception for people, well, most people in this world, is basically porn. Growing up, people watch porn, and they think that that is sex. That's what it's supposed to be like. That's You're watching these mimed and mimicked and whatever stage sex scenes, and they're, they yeah. have, you know, handcuffs. So, for the longest, I'm like, oh, give me some handcuffs, and that's what it is. So, when you say the proper way to have bondage. Can you kind of go a little bit deeper into that as to what that looks like for novice? Like of course. Because I like to um, Proper bond, I actually have it like right here because um, I'm going to um, see happens. 
a whole thing about it. But as of right now, my thing, I have like five newbie plays and one of them is going to be like for bondage. I like for beginners, I would say start with Velcro restraint because Ooh, okay. Uh, Restraint. Yeah. Hold on. I'm taking notes because um, my roommate's really into <laughs> this kind of stuff, and she's never done it before. And I'm like, uh, let me. Jazz's roommate's a freak. I'm like, let me take notes so that moving forward she could know because this beginner stuff is what's key. Hey, but people always say that. Hey, I'm doing this for my friend, but they really need for them. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I won't ever cap. I won't cap. I will let y'all know. This is definitely not for me, but this is definitely for her. I ain't gonna judge you. <laughs> okay, so Velcro. For beginners, you're gonna start with Velcro? Yes, and the reason I say Velcro is because they're gonna be easy to find. You can find them at any of your little sex shops anywhere because they're, they're gonna be easy to take off. Um, instead of having like rope and like tying somebody up in rope and it hurting them and you freaking out and being like, oh my God, and then somebody getting nerve damage, Velcro is easier to get off quickly. Boom, boom. Um, because bond you never know what happens when you're going to tie somebody up, especially for the first time. You don't know how they're going to react. It could be sexual. It could be triggering. It can make them feel uncomfortable. It can make them freak out. You have anxiety attack. You just don't know. So, I say Velcro, like I said, because it's easy to get off real quick, pop, pop. Anything that happens if somebody happens to get hurt, the police have to come in, ambulance have to come in real quick. You know what I'm saying? It happens. It can happen. So it's just uh, it's just a safety precaution that can get you just started into it before you actually dive deeper while you're doing your readings, while you're learning more about bondage. Okay. Check. Y'all really taking mm -hmm. notes, too. Oh, yeah. No, dead ass. <laughs> what happy the fuck? I'm happy to see it. <laughs> No, because especially <laughs> when you said in case something happens and the ambulance needs to come or the police needs to come, like I don't care really much about modesty in a case of an emergency, but other people might. Right. And if you need to hurry up and get the Velcro out of the way rather than like some of the other stuff, hey, I'm mm -hmm. all for it. Now, if you do like once you go into something a little bit deeper and you're like, okay, I'm ready to do like something with some rope. Go get the little silk ropes that they have at the sex shop. The real, they're not like hardcore ropes. They're silky. So it's like easy pull off, you know what I'm saying? Um, always have a pair of shears around, have scissors around. Mm. Because you never know. If a knot gets too tight, you know what I'm saying? You don't, And you can't get it off quick enough and your partner's arm is turning blue at this point, you just need to cut the rope. Like, don't worry about the rope after the rope cut the rope because you want them to have feeling in their hand after this. <laughs> okay. I know. It's getting, like, I'm nervous. Yeah, I wanted to try this shit. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I was. I'm like, oh. nothing to it but to do it, Because it's, it's like, really not. You need hey, scissors. Scissors and a safe word. <laughs> is there an evaluation process to this? Like, do you evaluate niggas first before you even start doing shit? Like, hey, nigga, how are you? Because I heard you talking about anxiety and all that shit. Like, oh yeah. Well, uh, that's why in in the buddy in the buddy cage. That's why I said it's more so beginner based. And reason being is because um, going along with it, like my semester right now, he's learning how to meditate. Um. I, we do mental work. It, it, it's all a part of it. So it's like I teach him how to meditate. I'm more so of a, I'm also a tantric healer. I'm in 
the process of learning more about that. It's quarantine, so why not get some more certificates? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm going, to, I'm going. I'm going to go through that process of getting that, so that um, my work is more intentional. So that whenever I'm working with somebody, um, I'm aligning chakras. I'm helping you clear airways. I'm opening up your throat chakra if you need it. If you have something going on in your life, I can help you with that. Uh, like I said, just more intentional about it. I call it an evolved hoe. Okay, because it's not like uh, I'm not just out here for the money. I want to make a difference in your life. So when when you leave me, you're going to like because sometimes submission, like I said in the beginning, submission and um, uh, dominant dynamic aren't necessarily always lifetime situations. Sometimes you come in, you get what you need, you get fed and then you take it out to the world. And then you it's supposed to make you a better person. It's the most to build you inside and out and then as the dominant in the situation it, it also helps me like i don't my subs i tell them more so i don't need a lot from you but i need you to help me finance my business i need you to invest in what i need to do to make myself a better person also because i'm doing the same for you mm. and that's just goes back mm. to that power you know what i mean yeah okay so you professional and I was actually just going to say that because you, the way that you just explained that is definitely from the perspective of like a business woman and a professional rather than like, I'm just doing this to get money and mess with like tricks or whatever. Like, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never heard of it. You know, you about to beat a nigga, then you about to change his mental too. But for, but like, I understand. <laughs> But it makes sense how they, how they connect. It totally does. It totally makes sense how the two go hand in hand. So, like, why are you going to do one without the other? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, like say you met a nigga that... Uh, my bad. Oh, no, you're good. What'd you say? I was like, say, say you met a nigga that you know that, you know, this nigga's out of line. Like, he wants to be submitted to this nigga out of line. Are you whipping his ass even more? Get him up <laughs> Like, what are you... Am I what? Am I, am I what? Are you whooping his ass even more? Like, nigga, get in line. You out of line. I, it's not about the ass whoopings. I don't necessarily, I mean, well. That's what I think about. My babe over here like likes his ass whooped, okay? <laughs> okay, he, he likes to be hit, and he likes to be a brat, and I'm a brat tamer, so I don't mind it because. I'm a brat also, and I like what I like. So if you want to be smacked when I don't like what you did, I'm going to smack you. But I know how to do it the right way where I'm not going to damage you. <laughs> so, so you doing damage while not doing damage. Exactly, because I do it the same way. Um, I did a conference in uh, 2019. It's called Sex Down South here in Atlanta. It's one of the biggest um, sex conferences and um, I was a dungeon master there for the three nights. And when I went, I learned so much. Like I had already knew like what I've already known throughout the years, like teaching myself, educating myself throughout the time. But when I went there, I, I completely learned how to do everything all the way down to like when you smack somebody, you, you're not supposed to smack right here or up here. You're supposed to smack right here on the, on the, um, jawline with a cuffed hand and it makes it feel so much better yeah, and it's yeah. it's like a it's a hard little pop you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it, it 
during the time, and to be honest with you, if you bust in the nut and somebody does <laughs> that to you while you bust in the nut, I'm telling you, you're going to feel some type of way. And you okay. Yeah. Now, I'm glad that you say that because I've definitely had niggas that I felt like have been out of line with trying to slap me during sex. But oh, no. But 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 no listen, they've been trying it's they've definitely hit me in that way though. They they weren't just straight okay. up like smacking me across the face. It's definitely been down there. So that makes sense. However, I don't yeah. think I got the right kind of reaction from it. Hell no, you ain't getting yeah. so right reaction. That nigga slapped you in your face. Well, that's the thing. We didn't talk about it beforehand. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's <laughs> I need you to warn me before you slap me in my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to punch you in your shit. Like. But I can feel, I can see that. Because like right here, it does. It does feel different. It does. Yeah. Um, it feels I slapped myself a little bit too hard. So I'm still thinking. <laughs> I was practicing. I've been, that's funny. I've been smacked to the point where Somebody didn't really know what they were doing, and I seen like stars type things. Yeah, and I think, and I think that may be this. That may be why it it works for some people, and like it may not work for others because it's like that's that line. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, of understanding like okay, I'm no longer doing this act of the BDSM. I'm getting slapped. You know what I mean? Right, right. Being able to my brain out of that because if you slap me that hard, my natural instinct is to punch you in your shit. And it's gonna take you out of to my next point that I was gonna talk about um, in the beginning phases. What I feel like people should practice is role play because more than likely throughout Mm. the time. Throughout the whole lifestyle, the, the the foundation is considered a role play thing. You know what I'm saying? We're going into lions, baby girls, BDLG, daddies. It's a role play. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you go into that, it just teaches you more. You know, what I'm yeah. saying? it makes it a deeper connection. Does that, does that, I feel like that establishes a different kind of trust too. Like, cause that within yourself, you're getting a different kind of like comfort zone Mm -hmm. with the role play. Yeah. Like, say the nigga that was rubbing your feet, right? He might have a whole different respect for you. He has a whole what? He has, he might have a whole different respect for you than the average nigga. Like the respect he has for you. Mm-hmm. It has to be. I'm for sure he's clean and he treats me as such. And that's that's what our dynamic is, you know what I'm saying? And I, I like I said, like um, in the beginning, he's, he's, he's my submissive, but as a black man, I still consider him a king out here. So he is a lion, and I, that's why we chose the lion as his, his role play it, it, to break it down. And his role play, that's what he is to me. He's my protector at the end of the day, and he is my provider. I got a question. Wait, wait, wait. Hold that. Write your question down, because she still got some more points to get to. Yes. Very good, Ava, because (laughs) (laughs) Darren will go question for question for question. Write Write your question down. Because I'm trying to learn. We so can come back to it. Hey, y'all, take y'all notes. My, my bad, my bad. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just listening. God damn. <laughs> you might be want to become a pimp. I'm not going to lie to you. 
It's not pimping. It's right. Not pimping. I don't know. That's pimping. I'm not going. That's just how I take it. I'm sorry. This is I'm ethical exchanging dynamics to the point. I'm not pimping him. Well, unless he wants me to. I'm not pimping him. <laughs> You're like, it's well, now we can talk. We can talk about that. That's something hey, else. All right. um, I just thought I had a quick question about old boy. No, so, oh, not not about him. Like you know, I'm gonna just keep, treat him as a quantity. So, as far as the dude, right? Like, what's the process? Not that I want to know, but say you might have a nigga that wants to, what? you might have a nigga that must that wants to submit in life. You know, to someone like yourself, not I. But how would someone like that go through the process? I'm trying to help these. Go through the process of. So the process of like becoming a submissive? Yeah. The first process, the first step is saying that you're submissive and you want to do it. And then you, um, there's, it just depends on what you, you just go out just like anybody else and you explore. You find out what you like, what you don't like. You go from different dominance. Um, you pr- play with different people that are in the community. Um, my, uh, my lions actually had other dominance. They've been in relationships with other dominants to where they served other people, you know, but they travel a lot. So they never had like an actual permanent situation. But um, that's what we're trying to establish over here at the time. But um, it's just going through different things to figure out what we like together, what we like to do together. We talk about it. If that's something that he wants to was to experiment, I'll do whatever I can to do it. Uh, if I don't know what I'm doing, I'm going to educate myself on it before I do it. Um, I'll do the type of things, yeah. Okay. Follow-up question. No, follow-up. Wait, 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 wait. Break the question down. <laughs> All right, so I'll go ahead and go into the um, other one for beginners. I was talking about, I already talked about sensation play a little bit. Um, I'll dab one a little bit before I go to the next one. Sensation play can go from, you know, hearing, smelling, taste, touch. You can blindfold your partner. The candle wax, ice cubes, you know, everybody's done the ice cubes thing because we've done seen it in porn and heard about it throughout life. Do, do, do. But uh, do different things with your ice cubes. Put it in your partner's ear. Kick them while you rub them on their balls or something. Like, Ooh, okay. it, brings, it makes them feel different. Like, a nigga gonna be like, don't know what to do, but it's gonna feel good. Um, a lot of men, a lot of men don't like to admit it, but a lot of men that's been around me admit it. A lot of men carry big sensation in their nipples. I be trying to lick nipples and guys ain't with it. It's facts. Touch three nipples, they like that regardless of what they say. Okay, cool. They I'm definitely they, they not. Like I'm not giving up on the nipple play. Okay. I mean, don't give yeah, up on like, if, a nigga, if a nigga rejects, he's just he's just doing it. I mean, you get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny. The next one is gonna be spanking. Mm. So instead of going Spank into something me. hardcore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of going to something like, I'm sorry, my bunny keeps hopping up and hitting my feet. Like an actual bunny? Yeah. Man, oh she, my god! So jazz just because she she think it's fake. She think it's fake. No, I think I saw it right behind her. Oh, was like, oh, you got a real bunny? Like a, a, a animal? Yeah, 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 I got a real bunny. Girl, you, yes. You, you, you too professional for me. This is crazy. But, uh, 
But a lot of people in um in impact play, they like to do play with different toys and stuff. I'd say if you're a beginner, start with just regular spanking with the hand. Um, when you're spanking, you want to more so not hit the command so I can see your butt. Turn your butt to the camera. So when you're spanking somebody, you're not going to spank them up here because that can hurt. Hold on. Up here because that can hurt them. You want to spank underneath. Mm, okay. Okay. Where the, where the more fat area is, where it's not going to hurt them or their spine or their back. More on the cheeks. Yeah, definitely on the fat area. And then when you're spanking, do something else. Don't just spank. Scratch after you, like after you hit like three times and you know you got that sting mm. there. Start scratching in that area. Give it a different sensation after you make it sting. No two niggas. Stop slapping us in on our ass like that. Learn. You Thank you. Yes. Right. And just warn a nigga when you about to do all that. Thank just you. Just warn a nigga. Thank you, Bunny. Because I be getting my ass slapped and I have to like lie and say, yeah, that do feel good. When I'm over here like, no, that shit hurt. Like, hey, shit. I, be sl- <laughs> I be slapping ass knowing that shit hurt. I don't give a fuck. Only when you do it, it in the... It makes the pussy dry though. Right, you gotta hit it in the right area, dude. I'm not sure about that, guys. That is still pretty wet. No, what she's saying is don't hit them up there. You gotta oh, hit like them in the right the, spot. By the tailbone, by the hip. Right, like hit them on the actual ass. That's I not the problem. I didn't look at bro's ass, so I was covered, so I didn't really see what happened. Well, you missed out. It was nice. Whatever. What? What's next? I got you should be um, power exchange for beginners. So, like, if you want to practice power exchange, such as, like, um, like I said, daddy, DDLG, so daddy dom, little girl dynamic, or um, S, so MS, which is master and slave, or DS, oh. dominant. <laughs> Um, in those, like, basic things that you would want to try just to see if it's okay, if you're, like, trying to feel like, it's, you know, trying to make sure that you're okay with it. Like, in bondage, like I said, you want to make sure that it doesn't trigger you in any kind of way, make you feel any type of way, make sure you're not feeling like you're degrading yourself in any type of way. So when you start, you want to basically start with the basics, and I'm going to say do a collar and a leash. Mm. That's a simple thing. You put a collar on you. Your person has a collar on you. You get down on your knees and you're, you know what I'm saying? And you're sitting there, you're walking around like a dog. If that makes you feel like, oh my God, then it could possibly be for you. If it makes you feel like this might, may not be for you, maybe you have to figure out to do it in a different type of way. Mm. You know what I mean? Try to test it out. And whenever you're going into this, you always, always want to negotiate with your partner about certain things. So say, say that you may not necessarily like having a leash, but you like having a collar. Like you're okay with wearing a choker every day. You're okay with wearing like a cute little piece of jewelry every day to say that you that somebody owns you. You know what I'm saying? That's a cute way to make it feel. It's like a way of saying, oh my God, he put a ring on it type thing. And in yeah, this yeah. world, in this community, when you get officially collared, because there's different collars, you start at with a training collar, 
then you can go into like say you're doing pet play you can get your pet a collar but then say you want to be an owner you can go into that you can get them uh all this, they all look different so you just put them you just type in um i'll give y'all a hookup Etsy, yeah they got everything you need you just type in bdsm and you'll find all different types of toys to play you know, with. I'm not surprised. I'd be seeing crazy shit on Etsy. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Etsy. I don't know what that is. What I'm talking about. E-T-S-Y. Look it up. Yeah. Is it freaky? Was it- <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. People just, like, sell stuff on there that they make. And what she was saying is that it has all the good BDSM stuff on there. Yeah. That's crazy. So you can go on there, and some of them will even have, like, certain stuff labeled. Like, if you type in BDSM beginners, it'll pull up all, you know what I'm saying, like, all necessary toys that you can get for beginners. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And then another thing I wanted to talk about is kind of, like, lingo. Like, certain um, certain things that need to be explained in the community, such as, like, SSC, which means safe, sane, and consensual. So everything you want to do, you make sure that it's safe. You want to make sure that it's not going to mess with your partner's mental. And you want to make sure that this person has consented to everything that you guys have talked about. This is um, brought up a lot. This is throughout the whole community, but it's really, really big on um, um, consensual, non-consensual play. And what I mean by consensual, non-consensual is a play basically where you and your partner have talked about, you know, you like, I want to get, you know, I want to act like I don't know you. And I want you to, like, kidnap me, throw me in the back of the trunk, tie me up, and take me home and do things to me and then, you know, take advantage of me type shit. You want to make sure you do this in a safe, sane, mm-hmm. and consensual way so that it doesn't damage your partner in a way. So you, you're going to be like, you have to set up a time, a timeline. Okay, I know that this is going to happen within this week. I know that it's probably going to happen between the hours of this time and this time. And I know more than so this person knows where I'm going to be. And it's going to be in an area where nobody's going to freak out and call the police on us and say, oh, my God. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to always make sure that that's a good thing. Then they have another one called RAC. That's R-A-C-K. Okay. RAC means risk aware, consensual kink. So you want to always know the risk of all the plays that you're going to be playing in. So like I said, like when I was just showing you impact play, you want to know the risk that if you hit that person up there, you could possibly like mess an alignment up with their spine. You could hit Mm. something wrong. hard. You just want to educate yourself on that certain play before you do it. Because there's people that do medical play. I'm not necessarily too deep in the medical play. But these people do things like cutting people open, um, playing with needles, playing with spectrums, um, doing enemas. I've done. Oh my god! Uh, That's like in the booty. You clean, like you shove stuff up their butt. I know. That's why I was like, oh, oh. I'm scared as fuck out right now. (laughs) Okay, so that makes me think. Like when you say risk aware, I'm thinking like. Wait, how people like to do that suffocating stuff, asphyxia, like that, right? Uh-huh. Like that's yeah. that would fall in there, right? Breath deprivation, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to make sure that you know 
how to choke your partner a certain way to where you're not choking them to where they're passing the fuck out. Or, um, so more than likely, this is my personal way that I choke. I choke with the fat part of my hand and I press it against like right where a man's Adam's apple would be. And I just put a little pressure right there and it still gives you, without even too much pressure, it still gives you that feeling like, oh my God, somebody's choking me. Uh-huh. But I'm not, I'm not necessarily taking you the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I have been taken out before. Um, that's just because in my play, I'm, I like to date status. I like the rough shit. Um, if you go to my Instagram, you look at one of my pictures. It has a picture of my bottom. Um, my bottom was tore up pretty. I'm, I'm, I'm really a sadomasochist. Mm. So I like, I like pain just as well as giving pain. Um, so my, one of my partners that I trusted, they choked me to where I kind of passed out. But when I came back, I was still in scene, but I'm telling you y'all, it was a high, okay? That takes you to a different thing. And speaking of highs, we're going to go talk about, uh, subspace. Subspace is a thing that submissives experience whenever you go through a scene. And um, if you do it the right way and you build up pain the right way, it's going to release different endorphins in your body. It's going to feel like a drug, almost like you're high. Um, because your body is now trying to protect you, but it doesn't know how to protect you. And you can't move. You can't do anything because you're tied down. So your body's releasing all these different types of energies, vibes, all different types of shit, Okay. So once you get into subspace and you come out of scene, you can feel really loopy. You can feel really drowsy. You'll be really tired. Um, some people get emotional. Sometimes it's like a breakthrough for some people. Um, and then during that time, when you're going through subspace, there's a thing called aftercare. And that's more so mm-hmm. what your dominant is going to be doing. So aftercare for like a BDLG uh, dynamic would be maybe like, what my partners would do. What I like for aftercare, I like a big teddy bear. I like blankets. I'm gonna watch cartoons. Give me some candy. Give me whatever I want that's gonna comfort food, have it around me, and just like hold me. I like to be held, taken care of, just like soothed out because I, I like to go pretty deep. So I have to have aftercare. It's just like something to bring you back down to earth because you're floating at this time. You're no longer you're in it feels like a whole different realm like i said it feels like you're on a drug you kind of hide for sure that is crazy man that is insane i love that i've never been in a space or like i never achieved anything like that because when you get when you get an acupuncture they all they place them different needles in your body and then from there supposed to release like some type of healing mechanism so you get it all mm-hmm. in your body. So it's like you feel a little drowsy. You feel a little certain type of high. You might go to sleep. You might go to sleep. Right, 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 right. For sure. I've heard about that. I've also uh, worked with cupping, which is kind of similar to acupuncture, mm-hmm. just necessarily needles. Um, cupping is actually really good for the body, actually, at the same time. It releases toxins in your body and stuff as you put it on your partner. Um, and also can give you a nice, weird, different tightening sensation on your back. So say that I have like 12 cups in your back and I'm like flogging the cups with a flogger or 
hitting them or tapping them, it's giving you a different sensation. It's bringing out different feelings at the same time. Oh. And it's simply. Yeah, so That's crazy. <clears throat> hey, but I got, a, I got a group conversation, right? This is my question I wrote down a long time ago. <laughs> oh, we talking about dominatrix. I don't partake in any of these things, but I just want to conversate about them. So, from what I've seen, chicks like to be choked, chicks like to be slapped, chicks like to be hit, whatever, during sexual, you know, interactions. Sure. Do females actually fantasize about rape fantasies? Rape fantasies? It does get that deep. There are females out there that that do. There are females out there that um, have those have those feelings that that necessarily where they want to be taken completely advantage of and give themselves up completely and be like, "Hey, just take me." So that's why they do the consensual and non consensual feeling. But that also goes to women just liking pure masculinity. I don't know if y'all follow B Simone. But she did like a video basically saying, nigga, disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, take advantage of me. Just treat me dirty type shit. There's a lot of females that have that fantasy that just want to be, you know, like, roughed up. And there's girls that just take it a little bit deeper. There are gentlemen that take it a little bit deeper. And they want to go and feel what it feels like to have that, but not necessarily have it actually done to them. So it's a real thing. This is a real thing. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I had a, a situation when I was younger, and I didn't really understand it because I was younger. I was mm-hmm. maybe like still in still in high school. I think maybe like my junior year or whatever. And we went on this trip, and I was talking to this guy. I had started seeing a little bit more about sex, and I was trying to understand it or whatever the case may be. And I asked him to choke me. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And I didn't get it at the time because I yeah. he doesn't understand. He's young. We don't know anything about sex. But in that moment, I felt as if it was something that I needed to do or experience. And when I experienced mm-hmm. it, I liked it. So it opened yeah. my mind to like, okay, I like this. What is this about? So then that's why I started experimenting, exploring more with like the, you know, the choking during sex and people, you yeah. know, like, oh, that's weird. You're kinky. Well, yeah, I am. And I it's do. not weird. It's actually completely natural if you think about us being humans. We're still animals on this planet and we have animalistic ways. And it just goes back to being primal. And that's another play that's in BDSM is primal play. It's like wanting to be aggressive. Um, when I'm in a dynamic to where I have a top or a dom, I'm, that's why my name is Bunny, because I consider myself prey. So I like, like, my ex-dom was a fox. So, you know, the fox and the bunny, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm prey for a fox type shit. So it was like a whole play, and we actually meshed that into our actual relationship to where it was like an everyday thing. Like, the nigga would snarl at me, and like, I learned how to do, like, bunny mannerisms and stuff like that. So, like, when we're going through this play throughout the day, it feels more natural. It feels like like a flow. It's like a natural flow, and there's no judgment. It's just, like, a really nice vibe when it comes to different mm-hmm. plays, like, pet plays, like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bunny, you have literally opened up yes. our minds to just another world. And I love that I love that you are so well like versed in it too. Like you are so knowledgeable. How the last guest was too. Avery got great. Yeah. Yes, Avery. Keep them coming. I know them. <laughs> we don't know how, but we glad. Well, I do want to say thank you, Bunny, for coming and just blessing our podcast. Um and we like but we I wanna say this we like to do this thing to give our guests the opportunity to show us a toy of the week. Last week our guest gave us a butt plug that had a tail and she used that around um, I don't know what it was called. I can't remember. I, I did not do my homework and I did I did not use it. I didn't go buy it. Yes, I didn't yeah. buy it yet. But I would like for you to give us um like a toy of the week so that our our followers can go um I guess get it. Yeah. Maybe maybe I can go get it. Or maybe we can go get it. Shit. Right. I'm I'm gonna get one of these toys. I don't know which one I'm gonna get yet, but I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I'm not, but I wanna see them. Yeah, so do you have a toy for us? I do have a toy for you. And then go get my purple toy of the band. Oh, it's purple? Oh my so, god. Mm. The the first toy that I'm gonna show because you know I've been talking about beginners and learning how to do different things for beginners. Mm. I would say your basic flogger. Flogger. This is a flogger. This flogger is really good for situation play. You hear that snap? Flogger. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, how hard does that shit hurt? It can hurt. It has a nice thing to it, especially if you hit it in sensitive areas. It's going to give you a nice pop. It's going to have a nice thing to it. Um, if you like more of a thud, you can get you. Uh, what I mean by thud is like a harder a harder hit, a more collective hit, not much of a sting, um, then get you like a beginner paddle. Um, they also have a, at the sex shop, it's like a small um, OCK paddle. OCK means over the knee paddle. So it's going to be, you know, probably as big as from your elbow to your wrist. And it's easy to handle, easy to move around really quick. Um, like I said, flogger is good for sensation play. You do that on somebody, it's gonna feel like real light, real soft, real sexy. And for those, you're doing that, for those that can't see her, she's using the flogger on her arm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, take the flogger and lightly take the tips of the flogger and just go out across your, like your partner's back or rub it across across your partner's back before you actually hit it. Actually, you want them to know what what you're about to use on them, so you want to rub it on them. You know, I'm used to the whatever you're using. It's real sexy too, so you can make it real sensual. And then before they know it, they're gonna be like, "Ooh, it feels so good. It's so calm." They boom. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make you, it's gonna make you feel some type of way. Um, I actually just got a new toy. It's called um, the Sensual Sensual. It's new Sensual. It's actually you could get it at one of your sex stores. Um, this is more so for the ladies, and I'm probably sure you guys have seen this. It's not necessarily a kink toy or anything, but it is a vibrator. It is a vibrator, it is a sucker, and it is a liquor all at the same time. So does that go on the clit? Yes. 
and oh building your clit. Oh my god! Does it instrument yes. that suck the clit? Ah! It sucks and it licks it. Stop! Uh, y'all trying to eliminate niggas all in one? This is not literally, cool. literally. A nigga can't suck it and lick it and do all that at the same time for twenty four hours. That's not. You said it's called the what? The sensual. S e n s u e l l e, and the brand is N u n u s u l. Yo, yo, yo! You don't even know. You're getting replaced. I'm going to. I love the best love. Don't let nobody take that away from you. I've never heard of something like that. That is that thing was amazing. How many speeds does that have? Girl, hold on. Let's count. Let's see. Seven, eight, nine, and then it goes into pulse. Yeah, the pulsing. Then it goes into like a crescendo. Is this shit a blender? The fuck? The pulsing would have me. I'd be done after the pulsing. But yeah, so that's actually fun. Um, if you're like, you know, me, I like to be with women also. So if I'm playing with a woman, I might put that on her and let it just hang there. And then I might go behind her and hit her with a flogger while it's in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You out here getting it. I'm, I'm going to go buy one tomorrow. That's next on the list. That is the toy that I'm getting for this week. And I am going to use that. That one. How much? Do you know how much that, that is? Like this range is, um, I think this was $80. Eight? Okay. 80 Oh, yeah, I'm going to get two. Eight for a nut? Hmm. That's well, it's not even just one nut, D. That's multiple right. nuts. It's all of them in one. Like. Right. I got a level package. Right don't need anything I'm else. <laughs> I'm dead. What'd you say? That's $80. I got a lover's package on the street. <laughs> You putting the nigga on game, okay. Wait, do all females like to even be smacked like that on the ass? Is that sensational? Some females do, some females don't. That's why you ask before you do something. Exactly. And then when you go into the situation, and if it's in the mid, it's in midpoint, you like, I won't smack this bitch ass. You be like, hey, yo, baby girl, can I smack your ass? And she's going to be in the morning. More than likely, she'll be like, yeah, you know, I don't know it too far. We're going to try it. True, true. Because when they come like, girls, black girls with hair, I'll be like, hey, can I pull this? she would be like, nah. I'll be like, all right. Whatever. Well, that's her prerogative. You better ask. You, better ask. you can grab her on the back of her neck. Grab the back of her shoulders while you're behind her. You know, align, align her back while you aligning her back. Oh, you already know. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I have it back too. I got hella questions, but I don't want to go over the time. <laughs> we have money. I need one over our time. I love it. Not even all complaining. You have been amazing. Thank you. And you were talking for a while too, and we appreciate it because I was just and listening. And you came out We appreciate you for sure. Sure. No problem. I appreciate y'all having me. I really do. I really do. Yeah, you were a legend for having that nigga rubbing your feet while that was going on. Call him a nigga. My bad. The lion. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Don't take no offense from it, bro. That's just how I speak. The lion was rubbing your feet while you was taking the interview. And 
You gave a nigga an idea. That's all I'm gonna say. Be right here. Just say hello. 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 Oh, he really Hi. got a Yeah, oh, he's really, good, really alive. Hey, we, we still respect you, bro. We don't even mad at you. Submit, bro. That's it's all good. We ain't even mad at you. <laughs> Whatever satisfies you, bro, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. That has been another yeah. episode of Amazing. Amazing. I appreciate you guys having me. It was really nice. Yes, ma'am. You need to be global too, because there's there's freaks all around the world with this shit. Stay tuned. I'm real quiet right now, but it's only for a reason, you know. Um, I got more to come. I want to open up a BIPOC uh, dungeon out here. I want to do something more for our community because um, they have places like you know the loft and trapeze and different places like that but those are more so for like your swingers and stuff they have like pink areas um but they're not necessarily very clean um trapeze out here is very clean but the loft is not clean so i do not suggest anybody go there <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm actually looking into buildings right now and getting everything set up so that the bunny cage can be a whole thing and be a safe place for people to come learn yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Bunny K. That's dope. No problem. Y'all can follow me on IG at the at Bunny Baby B U N H I B A B Y. Follow her. Follow her. Um, I'm shadow banned on Instagram right now for whatever reason. So as soon as that lifts, <laughs> I will hit you with the follow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally, I don't know what happened. I woke up. I woke up like that this morning. I literally don't know what happened, but whatever. It is what it is. Haters. <laughs> well, all right, beautiful people. Just remember, we're going to end it right here, but I just want everybody to know. I want y'all to have great, amazing sex. No bad sex at all. No. Take every tip you learn from this and apply it to your sex life because we're trying to make sure everybody is out here experimenting and have the best sex of their life. No bad sex all for the rest of your life. 2020 and on. Yeah. Amen. You have no reason but to have good sex right now. Keep y'all ass in the house. Just do it. <laughs> said it. Get your quarantine partner and just do it. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> Until next time, FOH after Mark is signing off. Thank Bye. You. Bye. 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 Peace and love, y'all. Bye. Later.